TheChairShot.com. TheChairShot.com. Always. Always. Use your head. You are now listening to ChairShot Radio. Always use your head. What is up, Chair Shot Radio? Tuesday morning edition. It is Monday night as I record this. My name is Greg DeMarco at Chair Shot Greg. Chair Shot Radio is, of course, part of the Chair Shot Radio network, which you can hear at thechairshot.com, where we remind you to enjoy your day the Chair Shot way and always use your head, of course. This is available on all of your favorite streaming platforms iTunes, Spotify, iHeart, Google Play so many more. Go ahead and like, subscribe, leave that five-star review. Be a friend, tell a friend, be a part of the movement that is the ChairShot Radio Network and thechairshot.com. Like I said, my name is Greg DeMarco. This is the Tuesday morning edition, so I am recording it on Monday evening at 7.40 Pacific Time here in Arizona. I just got out of a hellacious CrossFit workout. I'm in the car. You know what that means when I do these in the car. You're probably going to hear some noises in the background. Could be air conditioning because my car says it's currently 99 degrees. I also was in a building that's probably 125 degrees, sweating my ass off. So, you know, who the hell knows how it feels, right? I'm probably dehydrated, although I drank a ton of water. But it's just never enough, especially in this heat. So you just don't know. But just giving you that disclaimer so you know where we are. But you also know this is when I like to shoot from the hip and have a lot of fun and give you some really good shit, a.k.a. such good shit, pal. And that's what we're going to be doing here on Chair Shot Radio, Tuesday morning edition. Now, I want to start off with a story. Okay, now, if you've seen the title of this episode, you know what we're going to be talking about. But I want to start off with a story. And the story goes back to uh, tw- probably 24 25-year-old Greg DeMarco, and I was a manager at a large credit card company, okay? I'm not going to tell you the name of this credit card company. I was one of the youngest managers, not the youngest, but one of the youngest to become a manager in this company. I was very fortunate, very lucky to be able to do that, and I won't tell you the name of the company, but I will tell you that I was there when they rolled out the slogan, what's in your wallet, okay? Give you give you an idea of that. We're talking about something that's over... 10, 15 years ago, okay? But I was a manager and I was in outsourcing. It was in a department that was outsourcing and we were managing collection agencies from afar. And that's what I was doing. I was uh, I was managing collection agencies. And then when I got promoted, I was managing the people that managed collection agencies. But I was moved over to a department that managed agencies that were allowed to, to basically it was legal collections, right? They were allowed to threaten legal action. Now we did have two attorneys in the department they had two different jobs. Number one was to go on lawsuits that, that were filing uh, junction to get to be able to garnish wages and that sort of thing. That was pretty rare because that shit ain't cheap. And so it's got to be a big balance. And we've got to know there's some assets out there that you can garnish before you even have them take that flight. And the other thing they did was make sure that we were falling within legal compliance, that our agencies were co- falling within legal compliance for everything that they do. Okay. The reason why I tell you the story is not because of any of that. It's because at 24, 25 years of age, we'll just call it 25, although I think it was 24, I was charged with the task of coming up with an alternative compensation plan, okay? Our our department, our, our agencies are bringing in a ton of money for the company, and, and our reps who were managing them from a distance were making a normal salary. <clears throat> and they wanted me 
to propose a, a way to incentivize those reps. And initially you start with a very basic incentive plan, but I came up with a plan that was a, a range of percentages based upon what they were bringing in. And it would never cost more than a half percent of what was being brought in. So in, in some ways a rounding error in, in what was being brought in, but I came up with 150 different permeations, permutations, I don't even know the word, right? I like math, not English, but 150 iterations, 150 options, 150 scenarios of what an agency would bring in and how much that person would make. And there are escalators involved in everything. And, and it started off super simple and it grew and it grew and it grew to the point where I was basically changing the entire world that we lived within. And I thought it was brilliant. And other people I showed it to thought it was brilliant. And even business business analysts thought it was brilliant because it wasn't expensive, but it was a great incentive and they thought that it would just take our division to the next level. And here I was, 24, 25 years old, and I thought, man, I this is going to be the next big thing. I am going to get to lead this movement. I'll no longer be a manager. I'll now be a director. I'll be at that level. I'll be in charge. Like, there's just so many great things that were going to come of this. <clears throat> so the big day came. I put on the nice shirt, put on the tie, the blazer. I printed off all 150 copies, and I brought them in to the meeting with the big weeks. That, that I had run this by the analysts. I had run this by the employees. I had run this by other managers. I had run this by other directors. And it was, it, was, it was slam dunk, brilliant idea. And I presented it to them. And I showed them how I took this from where it was, beyond what they envisioned, to the moon, so to speak. And you would have thought I was speaking a language they didn't understand. They looked at me as if this was the worst idea possible. I had gone so far out of the scope of what they wanted that it was no longer a good idea. And they decided to scrap the entire compensation idea altogether and just stick with the way things work. Stick with the status quo. And where was I? I was deflated. Now, I eventually left to go back to grad school and, and pursue the career I wanted in education at that time. And this might be the day that drove me to do that. This might be the day or a few days before I came home and told my wife, I want to do it. I've been joking about it for over a year now. I want to go back to grad school. This might be the day that drove me over that point. Why am I telling you this story? Well, there's a very, very good reason why I'm telling you this story. And you will figure it out on the other side. Before we get to the other side, I need to remind you that ChairShot Radio is part of the ChairShot Radio Network, thechairshot.com. And the best way for you to support that is to take your ass on over to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot and pick up one of those beautiful chair shot t-shirts. We got logos. We got shirts for the podcasts, shirts for the personalities. We've got the always use your head designs. We, if you're a local wrestling fan here, here in Arizona, we got IZW shirts. We got shirts that you might not even remember we have, like the chair shot Corona design. Not the virus, but the beer. All right, the Chair Shot Brewery, Chair Shot Brewing Company, which is a vastly underrated design, which some people have just recently started picking up, and it's one of the OG original designs. We got the OG designs, the logo, the round logo, the straight logo. You name it, we got it. Head on over there, prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot. Get a tank top, get a t-shirt, get it in soft style, get it in long sleeve. I believe you can even get it in a hoodie. Who the hell knows? But pick one up, 
show your love for this brand, for this movement, for everybody who works really hard doing the things that we do. Websites don't just grow on trees. Podcasting platforms don't just grow on trees. Help support us so we can continue to do what we do and do it for you. ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash The Chair Shot. On the other side of the break, I will explain to you exactly what the hell I'm talking about. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Hey folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. So this past weekend, I traveled with my wife. We went to Sedona, Arizona, the beautiful city of Sedona, Arizona, the Red Rocks, the Vortexes, you name it, it's up there, and it's a beautiful place to be, and and we had a chance to enjoy a nice little two-night stay up there in Sedona, and Friday night, you know, you you disengage a little bit, you're hanging out, you're really not worried about the outside world so much, you enjoy a meal, you, you do what you do when you're on vacation with your wife, and I pull up the phone, and I pop open the Twitter, and I see things like, what in the hell is WWE doing? What is happening to NXT? And so obviously I know something, some shit's up. And even my wife tells me, oh, I saw something on social media that WWE got rid of a bunch of people in NXT. And all she knows is I love NXT. She knows Adam Cole's my favorite wrestler. She knows NXT's my favorite show. So that's why I jumped out her. And I see the reports. And I see the, 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 the now famous, you know, often retweeted, screenshotted tweet from Sean Ross Sapp. Say what you will. I know I will. But with a list of 12 names, eventually 13, who were released from their contracts with WWE. Some of them, very surprising from different angles. Bobby Fish, who was a huge part, participated in multiple, multiple War Games matches, multiple tag team title runs, high-level angles in NXT. Tyler Rust, part of the Diamond Mine faction that just debuted, is on its way up. And now one of the members, Tyler Rust, gone from the roster. Mercedes Martinez, all right, recently challenged for the NXT Women's Championship. An amazing and talented performer. Bronson Reed, fuck, not even two months ago, was the NXT North American Champion. Perfect for the main roster. Big old bastard, as they would say. Has the ability to talk. Has the ability to learn and grow. Gone. Released from his contract. And, and everybody's going apeshit, all right? You got names like Ari Sterling, and, and I can't even remember uh, the other gentleman's name who was released from, from 205 Live. And, and the former, uh, Anthony Henry, was very surprising for me ever released because that was a can't-miss prospect in my mind and someone that the company could have really built upon for years to come. Uh, probably a more talented but a little smaller version of Austin Theory. And no, not, not going to happen now. He's gone. At least not going to happen right now. Maybe in the future. And it just, you know, and of course everybody's going crazy. And everybody's talking about this person main roster. This person could have been this. This person could have been that. And and, and the same day, of course, reports that Adam Cole was flown out to, to SmackDown and, and, you know, talk to Vince McMahon and talk about the future. And I'm assuming Adam Cole's going to stick around. And a lot of people are saying, why the hell would Adam Cole stick around? And we're going to talk about that, right? Why would anybody sign with NXT? We're going to talk about that in the future. Not on this edition. But to me, it was brilliant that Adam Cole was away from all this. Get him away from this. Let him focus on himself, on his career. Because he is a megastar. 
at their disposal and they know it. And that's why they're focused so closely on a guy like Adam Cole. But why did I tell you the story that I told you at the beginning of the project that I was on and all the work that I did and how it basically changed the world? I told you that story because the one name that I am thinking of in all of this and the one name that a lot of you have thought of but not in the same manner is the name of one Hunter Hurst Helmsley better known to all of us as the word triple and the letter H. That's a joke in of itself, the word triple and the letter H that goes back many, many years from to my message board days when the word triple and letter H became a thing. And, and I noticed that his name had suddenly become a word and a letter. But Triple H is, of course, the man behind NXT. The man designed to lead developmental for WWE. And he did so. And he populated the main roster. Go back and look at WrestleMania 37. Almost every single match featured somebody who has gone through NXT. I'm trying to think off the top of my head uh, which match Goldberg was in. Because that may have not have featured an NXT star. Uh, you know, just trying to figure out exactly where these things may have happened. I don't think Goldberg was even on that card. He was on... Uh, on a Royal Rumble, and of course is on SummerSlam coming up. So, you take a look at everybody who went through NXT, everybody who went through Developmental, and they are all scattered throughout the main roster now. All over the place. Former NXT champions, former people who didn't hold titles in NXT, but are now major, major stars on the main roster. From Kevin Owens to Alexa Bliss to Roman Reigns to Seth Rollins, and everywhere in between. Nowadays, you got Rhea Ripley and Asuka and Nikki Ash and so many more who are on top of the world. Bianca Belair, Sasha Banks. I mean, Becky Lynch, one of the biggest stars in the whole company. Roman Reigns, biggest star in the whole company. All of them came from NXT. And Triple H turned that from a developmental brand into a major televised brand on the USA Network. But I've always said, despite the success of NXT, the television show, despite the success of every amazing takeover that we are lucky enough to watch, despite all the stars in NXT who have gone on to do big, huge things, despite the fact that NXT can tour the world, can have overseas tours, despite every little bit of that, NXT's primary purpose purpose was still designed to populate the main roster brands of Raw and SmackDown. There was even a Survivor Series that NXT was a part of, and NXT won that shit. And they won it in convincing fashion. Think about that. NXT beat Raw, beat SmackDown, and that wasn't that long ago. And here we are today. NXT somewhat depleted because everybody's on the main roster. People are getting released left and right. Third round of major releases this year in the company. And this one hit NXT the hardest. So many people gone from NXT. And you look at the big names who are still there. Tommaso Ciampa, Johnny Gargano, Adam Cole, Samoa Joe's back, Karrion Cross is basically on the main roster, Austin Theory, so many more. Where the fuck is MSK been? Who knows? All right? You've got, you know, stars out of England who were there. Um, the Grizzled Young Veterans, you know, Imperium, so many more. And you got to wonder, what the hell is Triple H thinking? He has actually been quoted as saying the phrase, developmental my ass. Well, his ass is wrong because it's still developmental. It never stopped being developmental because that is what WWE is. That is what they are doing. Raw and SmackDown are the bread and butter of this company. NXT is a third tier brand or a second tier brand maybe 
And, and yes, it has a TV deal. And yes, that helps offset the cost of the performance center, which are, are, are an investment cost. It doesn't have to make money. It's an investment cost, but you still want to control your costs. But NXT, in my mind, grew into something that Triple H envisioned. But the company leadership, the executive level, which Triple H is a part of, did not. So Triple H is showing the world this NXT that he built, that he created. Just like I was showing upper management this compensation model that I created. And they both looked at him and they both looked at me and said, that's not what we wanted. We didn't want you to create your own wrestling company. We didn't want you to create your own brand. Greg DeMarco, we didn't want you to reinvent our compensation model. We wanted you to do this. And that's... And of course, I ended up leaving. And that's where I think Triple H is now. Dumbfounded as to how they don't appreciate what he created. Because what he created is fucking phenomenal, fucking amazing, and far surpasses the expectations that anybody ever could have had. So while I feel terrible for all of the talent who has been released in WWE, I cannot help but look at the situation and think, damn, what about Triple H? This is your boy Kenny Killer telling you to make sure you check out thechairshot.com, bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, thechairshot.com. So now what? Now what happens to the word triple on the letter H? He's got to be deflated, man. He loved this brand. He loved the talent. That picture where Triple H has got one hand on your shoulder and the other hand with a finger pointing right at you because you made your debut, you had a huge moment, you won a championship, you can see the pride in his face. Not only the pride in the performer's faces, but pride in the face of the word triple and the letter H. And how proud he was of everything that that talent was pulling off. Everything that talent could do and that talent could accomplish. And proud of what the black and yellow brand had built within the sphere of WWE. And now if you believe the rumors, we're back to under 30. We're back to being developmental. We're back to populating the main roster. Who the hell knows? Will we still have TakeOver? Okay, Will it stay on TV long term? I believe it will. But who knows what's going to happen? What about Tommaso Ciampa and Johnny Gargano, who've done all there is to do in NXT? Are they going to have to go to the main roster now and sink or swim? All right, what about Santos Escobar? Okay, what, what about Legado Del Fantasma? What about MSK? Like, these guys are the future. Okay, so what happens when they go up? And that's why I think some of this talent was eliminated. It wasn't about the value they hold in NXT. It's about their perceived value in WWE. Now, maybe there's a better way. Okay, Maybe Vince should go down to the performance center more often, evaluate talent with Bruce Pritchard and anyone else, and decide, okay, these are the ones I want you to build because these are the ones we see a future with on the main roster. And maybe Triple H can do that. But maybe not. Maybe the thought of that makes Triple H think, huh, fuck this. I just don't know where Triple H's head is at. Now, he's married to Stephanie McMahon, okay? So I'm not telling you that he's going to just up and leave the company. That would be kind of stupid for him to do. He is a made man in that company, all right? He, he's great at adjusting. He's great at spinning. He's great at so much. He'll tell us that this is what NXT is always supposed to be. 
Maybe he'll even cop to the fact that things got out of hand. I don't know. But NXT has been a beautiful promotion. And if I'm Triple H, I know somewhere in the back of my head, I'm thinking, man, what if? What if I just cashed out all my stock, went out there and started my own thing? Don't go to AEW, all right? But go start my own thing. Could he do it? Would it be as big as AEW right away? No. Could it be as big as Impact Wrestling and bigger? Yep. Could it be as big as Ring of Honor and bigger? Yep. Maybe Ring of Honor's place he goes, right? And says, look, I'll come in here. I'm rich. I don't need to get paid right away. You can give me a base rate and let me take your company and turn it around. Put my name behind it. Because even though the word triple and the letter H is world famous, there's a lot of fucking people out there who know exactly who Paul Levesque is. And if I'm that guy, if I'm Paul Levesque, the man behind the Triple H persona, and to us as wrestling fans, it's one and the same, I am giving serious consideration. And I may not even be telling my wife this, but I am giving giving serious consideration to getting the hell out and starting my own thing. Because I want to see what I could do with the handcuffs off. And maybe I'm fantasy booking because I'm just too big of a mark for Triple H because I want to see what he could do with the handcuffs off because I want to see what he could do without the constraints of Vince McMahon without Vince's vision of what NXT should be about getting in the way of what my of what my and my vision I think I said division earlier what my vision of NXT should be about that's where I believe is in the back of Triple H's head and when he writes that book someday maybe Vince is gone you know I don't want to think about those kind of things but when he writes that book someday I think what we just went through in early August of 2021 is going to be a one hell of a chapter in that book written by Triple H that covers those topics. Because he can do a whole book on NXT. Shawn Michaels, huge part of, of NXT. It, I kind of liken it to Paul Heyman, right? Paul Heyman took ECW to heights it was probably never, ever supposed to achieve. A rabid fan base who wanted something different, taking your talent accentuating the positives, hiding the negatives, and building an amazing brand. That's what Paul Heyman did with ECW, and that's what Triple H has done with NXT. And I guarantee you, and this is why he used to be on the pre-show panels, I guarantee you, Paul Heyman looks at NXT and is damn proud and damn impressed in what that brand has pulled off. And maybe we're all overreacting, and maybe that rumor is what most rumors are and is pure bullshit, And maybe NXT will continue to be the same amazing brand that we know and love. And if so, good, because I love NXT. It's my favorite show in all of wrestling. All right, right slightly ahead of SmackDown, which is so good you don't even know it. But maybe it's not. Maybe it will all change, and maybe somewhere deep down inside, Triple H wants an opportunity to do something without the handcuff, without the handcuffs on. And me as a fan of the individual, me as a fan of the job that he has done guy who wasn't his biggest fan when he was a wrestler but is his biggest fan now as an executive if that's what he wants to do in the back of his head I hope he does it because I would love to see what he's able to do because as much as it sucks for those 13 people who were released and those who are close to them and, and, and the just tremendously long list of talent who was released from 2020 to 2021 it sucks for them and my heart bleeds for them and Triple H is still making millions all right, and, and I'm going to recognize that right now, and I know that's why some of this might sound a little weird. But in the back of my head, I want to see what he can do with a wrestling brand because I think it could be something truly, truly special. 
And I think it would be something that we all could enjoy for many, many years to come. Will it happen? I don't know. But I sure as fuck hope it does if that's what he wants to do. That will wrap this edition of Chair Shot Radio up. ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. Pick up your very own Chair Shot t-shirt. Support the movement. Support what we do. We appreciate it. Again, thank you for listening on whatever channel, whatever platform you listen on. Please like, subscribe, and leave us that five-star review. Every little bit helps. If you can't buy a t-shirt but you can spread the word, please do so. At Chairshot Media is the website. At Chairshot Greg is me. Let me know what you think about these thoughts. Let me know what you think about uh, what I've talked about here today because I really do believe in it. I really do believe in everything that I'm saying. Uh, I wouldn't bullshit you. That's just not what I do. And it's not what I... I don't expect you to do it to me either. So give that a listen. Uh, And remember... When you sign a contract with WWE, you know what you're getting into. We talked about it last week on Chair Shot Radio on Wednesday. We'll probably talk about something similar this week, although with a much different spin because the world has gone crazy uh, since we last talked about it, and that was just a week ago. This is the Tuesday edition. Tomorrow is Wednesday. Myself, Miranda Morales, uh, will be doing Chair Shot Radio most likely as usual. And then, of course, Wednesday means the Babyface Hill podcast. Wednesday night also means Three Man Weave. So check out all of those shows here on the Chair Shot Radio Network. If you're local in Arizona, IZW Grand Prix tickets are moving fast again. So get on out there. You know, there's more shows now, and it's not stopping us, not stopping everything we're doing. If you are local, this Friday is also, or this Saturday is also, Phoenix Championship Wrestling, PCWAZ. We have a great relationship with them. We will be on hand to support that event and ask that you do as well. Pick up your tickets there. Uh, if you're an IZW ticket holder, you received an email with a link to buy those PCW tickets as well. So support local wrestling. If you are nowhere near the state of Arizona, support that local indie fed in your area because that's the future and you just never know what you're going to see. Thank you for listening. I've taken up a ton of your time already. I appreciate every moment you listen, every share that you make, every thought that you give, every commercial you listen to, every little thing you do supports us, supports what we do, and we cannot thank you enough. Until next time, I remind you to be unstoppable and always use your head. A little less conversation, a little more action, please. All this aggravation ain't satisfaction in me. A little more bite, a little less spark, a little less fight, a little more spark. Close your mouth and open up your heart and maybe satisfy me. Satisfy me, baby. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head.